0: Hello and welcome to Walking Movies with Nick. This is going to be the final episode for a while because, as I'm sure you're aware, we are in the UK, we're not about to go on lockdown necessarily, not proper lockdown. Um, but we have been told that we've um, got to avoid public gatherings, um, particularly pubs clubs theatres and that of course means also the cinema so today as we were kind of expecting uh, my local cinema chain which is Cineworld as well as a few others uh, announced that they would be closing for the foreseeable future um, kind of going on with uh, the likes of uh, Disney who have closed nearly all of their theme parks, and places like that. I was trying to think of another example, I couldn't. Um, we, we've already seen some cinemas in the US close because of the coronavirus pandemic, they're calling it. And uh, that was seen this weekend, actually, at the the box office where Onward dropped 73% from week one to week two. It already had a lower opening um, I think it was 39 million for the three-day weekend which is uh very low for a disney pixar release um and yet, it did 73 percent and in fact the the box office for that whole weekend was the lowest in, or the lowest in the month of uh march since 1995. truly Unprecedented. So, you know, it was going to have a, a big impact on, on cinema releases. We've already uh, seen, and I've spoken about things like um, the new James Bond film, *No Time to Die*, being delayed till November. Uh, *Mulan*, which Disney was supposed to release in a couple of weeks, has been uh, delayed and not rescheduled as yet. *The new nuisance for about the third time, has been delayed with no reschedule. Uh, Fast and Furious 9 has been delayed for over a year. Actually, I think it was about 11 months from when it was due. Um, So it's not coming out now until next year. So we're we're seeing an impact. And one of the the interesting things that's uh, happened as well is uh, Universal have announced that they are going to be releasing their latest cinema releases uh, as video on-demand rentals, day and date uh, as, as close as they can, so this Friday, which I think off the top of my head is the 20th of March, we'll see the release of The Invisible Man and The Hunt, which both came out uh, within the last couple of uh, weeks and I've seen and reviewed on here already, uh, and Emma, which I didn't see. pretty wouldn't want to see anyway, not my kind of film, Um, they're going to be available to rent I think it's a 48 hour period and I think the price is going to be about $20 because they are currently in in cinemas, so there is a premium to watching these films. I don't think, although it sounds like a lot, I, I think, bearing in mind that these are going to be, you know, cinema, if they are cinema releases, and you can watch them at home straight away. I don't think the price is too bad, personally. They are higher, but then they're doing this because they're not making the money at the cinema, which is where they obviously try and make the most money. So um, I think it's a, it's a big, brave move. We've often um, discussed on other podcasts the possibility of this being the norm at some point, and uh, the future is now it's happening now and uh, Trolls World Tour which is due to be released in America on the 20th of April has been confirmed as being a day and date release so if the cinemas are open it will be screened at cinemas and regardless to whether they're open or not you will be able to see it at home the same day so that is going to be the first biggie really because the other films People might have had a chance to see already because they've been out for a couple of weeks or so. Um, but anyway, I went to the City world tonight because they occasionally do unlimited card screenings, and what that means is um, sort of something. Uh, what that means is that um, they have viewings that are only for people with. An unlimited card, such as me, and they are often uh, preview screenings or special screenings. And tonight was a special screening. It was the Mandalorian, the first episode of the Mandalorian. And when doing this podcast, I did think maybe I could talk about TV a little bit, but it kind of went against the gimmick of the the original idea of the podcast. So I avoided it. But now I've seen The Mandalorian on the big screen, I can I can talk about it, which is uh, great news. So, I mean, first of all, if you haven't seen The Mandalorian, and in the UK, legally, it's not ready to be seen until the 24th of March. But for our American listeners or people that have seeked alternative ways of seeing it early, like VPNs, um, The Mandalorian is absolutely fantastic, but it kind of feels like it could have been a big screen release, really. It could have been a movie. And seeing it on a big screen today was really, really good. It it looks brilliant on a big screen. Truly impressive. Um, So if you haven't seen the Mandalorian, I do recommend it. I only actually just finished watching a series this week. Um, I'd watched the first seven episodes when Disney Plus first launched and my membership ran out just before the 8th and uh, I never got around to renewing it. Now it's launching in the UK, I purchased the um, advanced membership and uh, I was able to access the the US version of Disney Plus With my UK account And so we finished watching The Mandalorian And um, yeah the, the whole series is fantastic It's it's probably And I say this to somebody that Actually liked the last trilogy But it's probably the most Star Wars like production Since The original trilogy ended in 1983 it's, it's so well done It It feels like old Star Wars in a way that the the prequel trilogy and the last trilogy didn't, necessarily. It, it just... It's well-directed. It's well-written. It looks gorgeous. It's just everything you kind of want from a Star Wars project. And I've got to be honest, when they announced The Mandalorian, I was interested, sure. But my expectations were quite low. But having watched the first episode, I was like, wow, this this is something special, and it gets better as it goes on. It truly is a great piece of work, and uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni, who are uh, behind it, Dave Filoni has been involved in Star Wars for quite a while, working on the animated series, like The Clone Wars and uh, Resistance and that. Uh, this is the first Star Wars John Favreau thing. And the two of them together have really come up with something special. And they've already announced, uh, Captain Andor. I can never remember his name. But, um the captain from, uh, Rogue One, he is getting his own series. And Yuma McGregor is going to be coming back as Obi-Wan Can Obi in his own series for Disney Plus as well and they have now got a really high bar after the Mandalorian. Um it's already they've already filmed the second season. It's in post now and it will be coming out to Disney Plus, I think they said in November. So look out for that. Um but yeah it's 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 a really great show and even if you're not that into Star Wars I really recommend it because it's 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 own thing it doesn't there's little easter eggs and nods to previous films but you do not have to have central knowledge to watch it um i'm recommending it to people that i know don't like star wars because i think they'll actually enjoy it it's just just superb so that's it um so i don't really know what i'm going to do next because we don't know how long the cinemas are going to be closed for it could be weeks could be bumps. Hopefully, it's not bumps. Um, I might still uh, continue this podcast as films that I've watched at home. Uh, still newer films, but maybe films that I didn't get to see at the cinema. Plan to be a bit of catch up. Um, or I might just rest it until the cinemas are back open. I don't know. So, all I can say is, um, please subscribe. And, um, you know, we will see if, uh, when I come back, basically. If you subscribe, if I do do some episodes, do <laughs> do, if I do some episodes, um, in between that time, then you'll get them in your feed and you won't miss out. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's goodbye for now on this, really. Thank you, um, anyone that listens to this because it's appreciated. This is, I suppose, my diary of, um, of what I've watched at the cinema. So it's good for me to remind myself what I've watched during the year. Um, but I just love talking about films, even if it's just to myself. And I hope, uh, you enjoy hearing what I've got to say about those films. So, thanks. Um, it is after dark. Universal After Dark, uh, Disney Parks and Beyond, which has replaced Diz After Dark, but Diz After Dark lives on in, on Patreon. Um, they will still continue during this uh, this downtime. In fact, a new Disney Parks and Beyond is coming out probably the same night this is. And uh, Diz After Dark, we just recorded an episode where we rewatched The Black Hole which was our episode for February. So uh, look out for that. And we will be launching a second uh, Patreon show as well, which is gonna be focused on the original content, the original movies that you can find on Disney Plus. We're going to watch those. So me and Craig are starting off with the Lady and the Tramp, and that will be out at some point this month as well so it's just a little something extra for anyone that supports the After Dark Network on Patreon really so it's not the end of me podcasting I'm still going to be podcasting in this downtime um, possibly even more than ever depends on how much we get quarantined um, but no thank you for listening to anything we do thank you for supporting us and uh, i speak to you down the road But for now, this is Walking Movies. And we'll see you down the road. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.